Hello and welcome to the Useless Wisdom Podcast. The only place you come to get your mind off of some dumb shit and onto some other different dumb shit. My name is Brian Shrout and I am your host. I got a 5.5 score on masterdebater.com. And I am joined once again by my co-host, not host, co-host, Jamie, who only has a 2.3 on masterdebater.com. I don't know why you're lying and saying that I'm not the host, because I'm the host. Well, that's only something I let you think, okay? Yeah, okay. Sometimes. Now, uh, since the presidential debate was the... Like the other day, like like yesterday. It was last night. Last night. Uh, you know, let's get your thoughts, Jamie. I, I feel like people don't know what you uh, were just telling me before we started here, so why don't you uh, go ahead on that? It was just sad. That's what it was. Yeah, what was sad? The entire debate. Oh, obviously the entire debate was bad, but the entire time Trump was... I don't want to say the entire time, but a, a good portion of the time, Trump was bashing on Biden for his sons. And everything else, but, like, he was, you know, saying shit about his sons, and his sons are currently not alive. And he was saying stuff about his son that was discharged from the military being a loser and coke addict and all of that. And Biden just took it during the debate and was like, listen, I'm proud of my sons. I, I love my children and all of that stuff. He's a good dad. But then after the debate, he tweeted a picture of him and the son that was discharged from the military. And the caption was, my son is not a loser. And it made me so sad for him. Like, that's fucking ridiculous that he just, like calls out this guy's you know dead sons instead of debating and then also him you know more or less confirming that he was a white supremacist this isn't normally a politics podcast but we we did end up watching the the debate yesterday and one thing that i i just couldn't get past was you see all of this stuff about uh, Biden not being able to form sentences and, you know, him going senile, but he seems pretty with it. And I don't know if that's just because, uh, you know, he couldn't forget where he was at because Trump kept reminding him that he was there getting berated for his sons. Oh my God. No, it was, I, first of all, all the, all the things that the, the Trump supporters say about Biden not being able to form coherent sentences and all of that is just like all shit because he he has like a speech impediment thing where he stutters occasionally but you know trump has done the same thing and they refuse to point that out too yeah um it's all it's all paragana what what is it called propaganda propaganda yeah yeah propaganda um <clears throat> there was uh, a couple times where Biden had some zingers back at him. Shut like, up, man. <laughs> you know, he's like, uh, Mr. President, can can you please calm down and let Biden speak? And then he's like, 
No, nah, he doesn't know how to do that. We we forgive him. No, we we then, forgive him. No, right right after Biden said he doesn't know how to do that, Trump just went, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, there were some, there were some good talking points uh, that they had. Well, actually, I, I, I've never watched a presidential debate. <clears throat> Sorry, I, I've never watched a presidential debate. And that was the first one that I've watched. I really hope that they're not all like that because you were sitting the there question, laughing. The yeah, whole I mean, time. like it was funny. It was definitely entertainment. Like The Bachelor. No one, no one thinks that those people are actually going to get married, right? They just watch it for the entertainment value. I guess, but that the presidential debate and The Bachelor are very different things. Well, obviously, but I, that's why I said I hope that they're not all like that because no. that was just like. Bad. The questions that were getting asked were not getting answered, but I, I feel like Biden had a very good, he knew that was going to happen. Uh, I'm almost positive that he knew that's how the debate was going to go. So he had ready where he would drop everything, drop the question that was being answered, forget about what the debater, debate, the, the debater guy is the moderator. Saying, the moderator guy is saying, forget what Trump is saying. Don't answer the question, and just address the camera, address the people at home. I feel like that was a really good approach. Well, he he did try to attempt to answer the questions on numerous occasions, but every time, you know, Chris Wallace, the moderator, would, you know, say, all right, Biden, you've got two uninterrupted minutes, and then, he, you know, Biden would start, and half a second later, Trump would start spewing his bullshit and talking over top of him until, you know, he would stop. Or Chris Wallace, you know, would say, Mr. President, 50 times. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely an interesting debate. Um, I wonder if, like, statistically, there are more Trump supporters or less Trump supporters after that debate. Because I feel like there would be more just because... Of he, how he was acting and... Well, well, it's not even just... It's just him not answering any of the questions that are being asked of him. Yeah, but he did the exact same thing in 2016. And that's why people voted him in because they were like... I didn't vote him in. The Electoral College voted him in. I'm saying that's why a lot of them supported him and they continue to support him because they were like, oh, he's really assertive and he's on top of everything and that's what we need for this country and, you know, all of that. But you you see, people are starting to see through the bullshit that he was spewing last election. Since we're talking about this, I already said once this isn't a political podcast, but we are already on this topic, so... Do you think that any president has ever done anything? Like, do you think that it's all just a, just a ruse? Just a, you know, I don't even, you know how England has a queen? Yes. And the only thing that she has is to, the only thing that she can do is. Brian, you realize that England doesn't have a democracy? Yeah. So... They're not on the same level. It's two separate things, and all of the power over there is in Parliament, not with the Queen. Yeah, so it's it's all just uh, appearances. 
You, you think that's the same thing? No, it's two different things. Because I, I don't think that it's Trump the, has done anything. He hasn't, but other presidents have. And if you paid attention in history, you fucking know that. I know that Obama's wife has done a lot, but she wasn't even no, president. She used to make me so mad. Because remember, she did the, the thing on Nickelodeon where it was like, 60 minute day of play or whatever where all of that that entire network would go off of the air Mm -hmm. during the middle of the day on like a fucking saturday because she she was trying to make it like where oh this this is you know off the air so kids will go outside and play but it just pissed me off i'd just go over to cartoon network (laughs) and the school lunches too like i i wanted that fat slice of pizza and the chicken sandwiches in the cafeteria, and she took those away. Those are the only things that I fucking ate from the school. I always got hot lunch, but never ate it. See, I ate hot lunch because I was basically like a pig in elementary school. I would <laughs> finesse kids out of their lunch. Yeah, I should have ate more when I was younger. Maybe I would have grew taller. You're already pretty tall, bud. What is my excuse? I ate like a cow, and now I'm shrinking. There's a lot of things I could say to answer that question. Are they all rude? None of them I'm gonna I'm gonna put out there because they're right all rude. Now. Okay, um, I'm not gonna say yes or no to that. I, you are basically giving me an answer to that. <clears throat> okay, sorry. Something I wanted to ask you because, um. I guess first off, I was going to wait for Brandon to to really dive into this, but I guess we can just scratch the surface. You mean Uncle Brandon? I don't know who that is. You don't remember how he's been calling himself Uncle Brandon every time he refers to himself? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you pretending like that doesn't exist? What doesn't exist? Him calling himself Uncle Brandon. I don't know what you're talking about. Brian, when he called you last weekend to come over here and make dinner or whatever, when Trey and Sam were coming over, he was like, do you want Uncle Brandon to come over and make you dinner again? Yeah, and I asked him who Uncle Brandon was, and he never he's gave me an He's talking about himself. He's trying, to, he's trying to talk it up like he's Uncle Ruckus. All he did was boil some rice that didn't have any flavor. You're going to make him mad. Brian, he spent time making us dinner. Yeah, it was nice of him. It's nice of him, but... Okay, well, I didn't see you making anything either. Well, yeah. Hey, I... Never mind. Never mind, okay. <clears throat> but talking about Brandon, and we're just gonna scratch the surface of this. On episode, like, one, or episode two, I don't remember which one it was, when Brandon was talking about ghost stories, and then he kept on trying to say, like, all this stuff that he was seeing at, at this haunted cemetery bullcrap. Uh, we ended up taking a crackhead trip like 2 a.m. to that cemetery, and you know, I, I recorded some of it, but not a lot of it because it honestly, when we went there, it was just super peaceful. Yeah, it, it was, was quiet, it was like it wasn't cold, it wasn't warm, it was, it was like, like the perfect... perfect temperature. Yeah, and like the moon was out and stuff, so it was kind of like a nightlight, more or less. Brian and I, we were like. We went there not expecting to see anything anyway, and they were freaking out. So Brian and I were just like, 
do you do you just want to ignore them and meditate together? <laughs> it was just very zen. I don't know what else to say other than that. Um, That's such a crackhead thing to say. Like, going to a cemetery in the middle of the goddamn night. It was so peaceful. Peace and love. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was. But I'm just saying, like, normal people don't say that. The entire time we were there. Brandon kept on saying, don't go near that church. And then we're like, why? He says, I, I can't tell you right now. Just wait till we get home and I'll tell you. It's like, And then we got home and he refused to even acknowledge it. So I wanted to sue him for fucking like false advertising or he something. He told us. I don't remember him saying anything. Yeah, he said that last time they went there, they heard something rustling around like an animal or something in the church. And he thinks it's some kind of demonic, evil spirit haunted the church, slamming slamming shit around in the church. Are you sure it just wasn't like a pastor throwing his little boy, like, slave around? <laughs> I don't think it was a Catholic church. It doesn't matter. All right. I mean, it's notoriously Catholics that do that, but I'm sure that there's other priests that do that. Yeah, and since we both have the same opinion when it comes to that, I think that we're just going to leave that where it is and pick up on it when we can finally get Brandon back here. Uh, I think he's come down with like COVID or something. So he's, he's been working. He's been down the past three days and still hasn't done a podcast. That doesn't mean he has COVID. He's come down with a bad case of not wanting to do shit. Okay. Yeah. Except for get his ass beat at Smash for some reason. Yeah, it's because we sh- he tries to fucking challenge us when he knows that we used to stay up literally all night and play just for fun. Yeah, we used to watch videos and all kinds of crap trying to get good at that game. We were competitive Smash players. Yeah, because, you know, those people online were just so good. And, you know, it's not CSGO where I can be like, oh, he's got walls. Yeah, well, it's it makes you feel very, very bad about yourself because you play against... We play against each other, and we do pretty good. It's pretty quick matches, and one of us usually dominates. You go online together or by yourself, you just get your ass, like, handed to you on a fucking platter immediately. I don't understand exactly what it is because it doesn't matter if you're playing by yourself. Then you have GSP and you're you're down in like fifty thousand. Yeah, that's that's hell down there because everybody is really really low. Considering like average, it's probably like a million. So even the people all the way down there, you would think, oh, they're just starting out or whatever, and you know, well, we had that. We had that theory that the higher-up players who've gotten into Elite Smash are just, like, throwing games to get down there and troll. That's the only thing that you could think of, but it's like every single match. There's very few matches where you play and you're like, okay, this player is actually at this level. Well, I thought that I thought that I was going to get fucking, like, ass-raped last night by that one player who had Japanese characters as a name. <laughs> every time that you see somebody online that has Japanese characters, just expect to not get a fucking move in most of the time because they're, they're very, very good at it. I played against a Bayonetta and was just getting comboed, <laughs> like, all the way up to the top. Like, just spawning. She has that move that can go from one end of the map to the other. She gets you with that. Then you're all the way at the top. Within a couple seconds, you're all the way at the top of the map, getting hit off the map by her 
insane combo move that you you can't dodge out of, you can't, uh, you can't counter out of, you can't do anything you out of. You can't even tech it. But anyway, um, I wanted to ask you, do you, like, is it easier to go through life never taking anything serious since technically you you can't say something wrong since it's in a joking sense? Are you trying do, to do justify you to, do how you... Do you need me to fur, further explain that, or do you understand? No, because I feel like you're just trying to justify you never taking anything seriously. Well, I was talking about this today, and... With who? My therapist. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> um, if you say something serious and you're wrong, then you have repercussions for it. But if you say something jokingly and you're wrong... There is no repercussions for it. That's false. And it's the same thing with like feeling really awkward in a situation you don't know what to do, so you're, say, whatever, in a joking sense. That's that's false, though. Even if you say something as a joke, you could have repercussions if you piss off somebody. Well, there's a, a portion of the fear of being wrong, right, when it comes to being serious. So if you s- say something in a joking sense, I mean not, and you're wrong, you can say it was a joke. Listen, not necessarily. But if you say something serious and you're wrong, then you know you're you're wrong. Brian, you can pull the I'm joking card almost, almost all the time, and also like if you're talking about something serious and you have a fear of being wrong, then that just shows that you don't know what you're talking about and you probably shouldn't be talking about it. Because if you knew what you were talking about, you wouldn't be afraid of being wrong. I'm not sure if that's necessarily correct, because you can study an entire book, read it 17 times, and still misquote it. You can make a mistake, yeah, but that's, like, human nature. Nobody expects everybody to be fucking perfect. Does it not feel like shit when you get something wrong? No, because at this point, I've been wrong so many times, I, I'm surprised when I'm right. I don't know if I was talking to you about this, but there's a, a theory that uh, let's say you're going through school and you never try through school. You're kind of just breezing, breezing by and you're not trying to get straight A's. You, you could get straight A's if you wanted to, but you're just breezing by. Let's say you got like a CD average. So you're still passing. By doing that, you're not setting any expectations for yourself and nobody is setting expectations for you because that's what you've always done. If you get straight A's and you get a B or a C or do bad on a test or something, it feels like the end of the world because your expectations are up here at you getting straight A's. Are you trying to call me out? No. If I was trying to call you out, I would, I would say that I'm, you're who I'm talking about. It just seems like you're trying to... I'm saying I heard this as a theory on a video the other day. Okay. That that a lot of people have that. I don't know, because I feel like more people in our generation now are trying less and less to actually be like that straight-A student, or they don't give a shit enough about being alive in general, so they don't try... I want to point out that you saying, are you calling me out, means that that applies to you. 
Uh, it did apply to me for a very long time. You getting straight A's or you not trying? Um, I, I was talking about, like, the, the person who gets straight A's and then gets a B and, like, fucking cries about it. Because that was me all the way up through middle school and then high school. I just stopped caring. Like, I didn't have to try to get A's, so I didn't attempt to be, like, straight A's. Yeah. Then your your guardian would have high expectations for you, so it, to you, feels like the end of the world if you get something other than what you've been getting, or something better than you've been getting. Well, I think that the only reason that was a thing was because they were banking on me to be successful because the other one that was in the family was not on the same track <laughs> as me. I tried to say that as like cryptically as possible. I think they got it. Um, yeah, my dad's going to see this and he's going to call me like, why the fuck did you say that? He doesn't need to know that, Jamie. <laughs> I thought I left the sink on out there or something because I heard water. <laughs> All right, so uh, I had this written down for a while, but we never talked about it for some reason. But is knowing how to do something and being able to do it different than being good at something? We talked about this. Yeah, well, I got a new perspective on it. Okay, well, tell because me your perspective. What, for, first, what was your answer to that? I don't... What was it? Is knowing how to do something... And being g- able to do it different than being good at something. Yeah. Why? Uh, knowing how to do something and being able to do it, and then versus just being like naturally good at something. No. I don't know what the fuck you're see, talking see, about. The, then the way that I'm I'm looking at it at is I don't even you think can, you know how to put that sentence together where yeah. it makes sense to anyone else. So the way that I look at it is you can know how to use Illustrator or Photoshop. Let's say, Let, let's say uh, Photoshop. You can know how to use Photoshop and be able to use Photoshop, but you can still not be good at it. You you can. Uh, you know how to use every aspect of the program, but your creative design principles or or sense is not adequate enough to be able to pull off nice looking pieces. Okay, I don't think that you. Knowing how to do something correlates into you being good at it. Well, put it in a different sense. What do you mean? Put it in a different sense. Like, I use Photoshop, which I I guess you could also correlate to drawing. Okay, well, just because you know how to play basketball doesn't mean that you can play basketball good. And that's probably why there's coaches. Yeah, but even if you're fucking coached your entire life, it doesn't mean that you're good at it. I mean, I know from fucking experience, you know, I went, I played all the way up through my freshman year, and I went to Nate Smith, like the basketball camp or whatever, and then 
my freshman year, they told me that I was ass and I didn't deserve to be on the team. So then I quit. So. Well, you, that situation in particular, you just took it as like, oh, I'm actually shit. I should quit. You didn't take it as like motivation to like get they better. You're already told, on the team. They literally told, okay, well, I finished the season out, but I didn't try out again after that. Well, you made the team for a reason. I think it's because they just needed a fucking player. They weren't going to play me anyway because I was short. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I knew the ins and outs of basketball. I've played. I've done it. Like, experienced everything. But then I wasn't fucking good at it. Where does that come from? Like, you know how to do something and you're able to do it. Because but then you're still how, not good at it. Because knowing how to do it up here in your head is different from executing it. Because, like, you, you've you had the situations where, like, you are you know how to do the thing, but when you, right before you start to do it, your brain tells you, like, well, I, you don't know if you can actually do this, and then you fuck up, and then you continue to fuck up. The only thing that I can think of right off the top of my head is um, painting. I watched videos on how to paint before we painted, and I still couldn't paint. Yeah, like you follow along on a Bob Ross painting, and, th and at the end, he's got this wonderful work of art, and yours just looks like you shit on the fucking canvas. Yeah. No, but also, like, like music. So, I know how to play, you know, my saxophone or whatever. You sit a piece of music down in front of me. I can read it, but I can't always play it. Because there's, like, a block there. Because there's a lot of factors that go into it. Like, I know how to play the instrument, and I know what those notes are, but it doesn't mean, like, what I'm about to play is correct. Like, what's actually there. I feel like in that sense, it would be like, you know how to play the, um, you know how to play the instrument, you're able to play the instrument, but could you write music? No, because I'm not like, I'm not creative enough to come up with an original piece. Like, I'm just more or less the mouthpiece for the the writer, the composer. So, so is that IQ? Is that IQ that you would need to have a better creative sense to be able to write the music? I don't think so, because I see, you know, numerous SoundCloud rappers out here who think that they're fucking, like, God's gift to... Well, there's a reason that they're SoundCloud rappers and not... You know, and I've always wanted, like, a long time. I have found people on SoundCloud that I just dig their music, and I can only find their music on SoundCloud, right? Their music is extremely good. Why have they not popped off? Because not everybody likes the same genre or, like, music that you do. Well, it, I think nowadays it comes down to you don't get exposure with whatever you do. If you start up a podcast and you're getting freaking uh, Jack Black, uh, Andrew Centeno, or whatever his name is, uh, Charlie Sheen. Like, big names on your podcast, that doesn't, and it's a great podcast, that doesn't mean that you're going to get listeners. 
because you're not going to get the exposure because it's so saturated. You know what I mean? Like, if there was only two podcasts and podcasts were as big as they are right now, those both of those podcasts would be just as big as each other. But then when you start adding more and more and more and more and more and more, you got 50 podcasts. Well, I don't like these 30. I haven't even listened to these 30, and I don't care to listen to these 30. I'm going to listen to these 20 over here. I think okay. it has to do with saturation. It doesn't matter how good you are at something. It's about saturation and exposure. Okay. You don't you don't vibe with that? I, why would I add anything to that? I don't know. Dude, can you not? I don't think saturation has anything to do with it. It's whether or not, you know, you're fucking shit. Okay, but in that sense, you should just be able to take somebody that's already big and just repost their songs on SoundCloud and they should blow up. They won't. You sure about that? Yeah. Okay, well, what about Delusional Thomas? That was, like, posted on the Larry Fisherman account. Mac Miller, obviously. Okay, but you know that it's Mac Miller. Everybody so, does know it's Mac Miller because it was Larry Fisherman. That, yeah. That that's, was his SoundCloud name, and that's where it was posted. Yeah. So they know that it's Mac Miller, and that's why it got... But did they know at the time? Yeah. Okay. Because that's where, like, a lot of Mac Miller songs was on his SoundCloud under the name Larry Fisherman. Okay. I, I don't know. It's it's definitely. Um, I wouldn't even say it's an ethics issue. I think I that think that just... platform itself like just has a bad rap because it's full of people who are shit. So people don't go there. That's why I don't fucking go there and try to look for music because that means I have to weed through like a bunch of thirteen year olds who think that they're gonna make it big. That's fair. And I also think that the platform in a whole is just shit, but where else are people going to post their music other than Spotify? They're not going to get exposure on Spotify. YouTube? Yeah, they got YouTube too, but YouTube's, again, very saturated. I don't know. It's it, it it's a big... There's a reason why all this stuff pops up with you can buy fake views, fake likes on Instagram, um, f- you know, fake comments, fake reach. Uh, trying to trick the system into thinking you're a lot better than you are. Uh, it had the same thing for SoundCloud where you could get more plays and hopefully get featured. Um, even though that stuff doesn't work, it's still, there's enough information out there to make people think that it does work. En- enough false information out there to make people think that it, that it works. Okay, but were you not one of those people? I never bought anything. Uh when it came to SoundCloud or whatever. No, but, but you I tried to bu- abuse the system. Yeah, I did try to abuse the system because I bought stuff for YouTube. And at the time, it did work, but it only worked to an extent. Like, uh, I boosted a couple videos so that they would get suggested, and then those videos started getting suggested. Once those videos started getting suggested, then it started picking up on other content that was also on my channel that they felt it gave them enough information to be able to take somebody's online avatar and be like, 
Well, that that avatar there would also like this content. So we're going to take this content from your channel and suggest it to them as well, even though I didn't even pay for the exposure on that. Um, I don't know. It's it's. I feel like I read too much into things, especially when it comes to that. Um, when in reality, you could probably just get post something, get lucky, and get big on YouTube or big on SoundCloud or something like that. I read way too much into it and try to understand the algorithm, understand the system when you really don't need to. I mean, I understand that bigger people already have a fan base, but one of the big things is uh, tags and like description and title and thumbnail and all that stuff. Thumbnail's extremely important. Uh, title is up there with it, but description and tags, I mean, you don't see any bigger YouTubers actually trying to get on the search term because they know that just from their title they're going to. Well, they're already big. Why would they need to try harder? Yeah. Which would make, like, the more people you get, the more money you're going to make, so you would think that they would continue doing that. Then it comes to a point where are they not doing it because it doesn't matter? Because that's the only thing you could think of to explain that. It doesn't matter, so you don't need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they obviously always want more people to be watching or listening to their stuff. They would be adding the tags for extra people from search terms or suggested, but they're not. So, you know, probably doesn't even matter. It doesn't. But it also doesn't matter on content because you can have the best content in the world and also get no exposure. But now that we got that clear, I appreciate all of you watching today. Uh, I know that this was all over the place, all kinds of different things to, to talk about. And it's also uh, audio only, which is, you know, not not unheard of. But we're recording this the day before I need to get it scheduled to post. And, and it's also 2.30 at night. 2.15. 2.16. Thank you very much. Round but I just got off two, of work, so. Rounded up 2.30. All right. I just got off of work, so. Anyway, at least we, we released something, right? I feel like it was still a good episode, so thanks guys for watching, and we will see you in the next one. Peace.